You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to episode number 28, What to Do When You Feel Disrespected. So I have to tell you something before we get started. Um, I have to tell you that I've had a serious win this week, and that is that I think my twins are finally potty trained. (laughs) So for those of you that don't know, I have three-year-old boy-girl twins, and OMG, I'm just so glad that we are finally getting there. (laughs) But it definitely makes me a little sentimental, right? Like, they're definitely not babies anymore, and we're kind of leaving that, you know, having babies stage of our lives. Not that diapers are a good part of that or an exciting part of that by any means, but since we talk about wins here, we talk about our feelings, I thought I would share that with you. I'm super happy that we're getting to that point, but also, I'm also a little bit sad, I think, you know? Um, I was thinking about this this morning whenever I was doing my thought download, and I I recognize that I'm a little bit sad about this. And I think it's important just to, like, recognize that fact and even saying it out loud here to you guys, um, I, I sometimes feel like you guys are just holding space for me whenever I'm sitting here chatting to you. So I appreciate that. So thanks for listening to me about my feelings. And <laughs> we'll move on now. Now, if anybody could help me um, actually keep them in their beds or get them to go to bed, <laughs> we are still struggling there. So if you have a magic secret, please let me know. <laughs> Also, before we get started, I would love it if you would leave me an iTunes review. It's so easy. You just go to this podcast over on iTunes and you scroll down until you see all the little stars and you click on write a review and it takes literally like one minute. And that's how it makes it easier for other OBGYNs to find this podcast and get this help too. So I'd really appreciate it. So kind of what brought me here to this topic today is um, I was reviewing the Medscape uh, survey a couple months ago. You know, the Medscape burnout and suicide report uh, for 2021 came out a few months ago. And I was looking over it. And of course, I'm just shocked and dismayed to see the stats every year. Um, And if you haven't looked at it, I urge you to go look at it. There's basically you Google Medscape 2021 burnout report and a little slideshow um, will pop up on their website and it's super easy to just like look through. It has all the information uh, and with the stats and everything broken down. And I have no affiliations with this, by the way. I just think it's super useful information. But this year, I thought it was interesting. There was a question about suicidal ideation and OBGYN was the field at the top. So what that means is that we are the top field that responded that we've experienced suicidal ideation. And I don't know what to think about this. I'm, you know, really processing this right now um, and, you know, kind of questioning everything. Um, But, and I'm not sure if this is, you know, we're the top, if this is just because of the past year, is it the stress of the pandemic plus our baseline OBGYN burnout or if this is just how it always has been for OBGYNs, because they haven't broken it down like they did this year previously. So I went back several years and kind of reviewed our stats. And definitely, I think that, you know, it is very possible that OBGYN burnout is just getting worse each year. Um, Even though we're hovering around the 45% mark of us reporting that we feel burnout. Um, So like this year, it was 44% of us. Uh, Last year, it was 46%. 2019 was 45%. 
I I really am questioning um, if that number is staying stable due to the the stats about female docs that leave uh, or cut back significantly. And so for those of you who don't know, um, basically, if, if you look at female physicians in general, uh, about 40% of female docs either leave medicine altogether or they cut back significantly within the first six years of practice. And so why this matters is because like 80 or 85% of, you know, graduating OBGYNs are female and females are more likely to be burnt out. Um, so I really um, was kind of shocked about the suicidal ideation part. Um, I guess I shouldn't be, uh, but just that, just know that, you know, there's so many of our sisters out there that are hurting um, and that just makes it all the more important that we, we really dive in and do this work. So that's why we're here, right? We're here to work on burnout <laughs> and it's no laughing matter. I laugh, I, I joke here, but it's really not like, I'm just, I think I use humor as a coping mechanism. So bear with me. So one of the leading causes of burnout again this year is a lack of respect from admin staff and colleagues. And what I want to do is just start with what respect is. Respect is a feeling that we often feel towards other people that we admire or look up to or appreciate, right? But if we feel disrespected or lack of respect, it's often felt by us when we interpret someone else as having no respect for us. Like we feel, I think it's kind of a mix. Like we feel insulted, we feel angry, we feel disrespected, right? We think that others don't value us and we feel this way. We think we're just a cog in the wheel, like we don't matter and we feel this way. And so what I'd like to offer is that when we are burnt out, the wiring of our brain significantly contributes to this type of thinking, okay? And so, so often... We have this line of thinking whenever we've, you know, we've been up at the hospital late, you know, three nights this week, or maybe um, we were post-call, something like that, and then something happens, right? So maybe we get like a poorly timed email that, that there's been a complaint from a patient by the office manager, or maybe we get a poorly timed email post-call about how we need to do X, Y, and Z, or our privileges will be revoked, Right. Maybe it's our monthly clinic meeting and admin tells you you didn't meet your productivity goals last quarter, but all you can think about is how you've been up the, the last three nights really late and you're working your ass off. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense, right? And so what happens whenever our brain is, is wired uh, in the burnout mode, we're basically in survival mode and we use the primitive brain um, more than the rest of our brain. Okay. And so the primitive brain will then interpret these things as failure. And, you know, if you're not burnt out, these emails may seem like disappointing or just like another thing you need to do or like no big deal. They're neutral. But when the primitive brain is in charge and you're burnt out, it interprets these as failure. So what could be just a disappointment or a minor blip on your radar is then experienced as a failure. And so our primitive brain basically says, damn, I've been working my ass off. I can't win. There's no winning. I just keep failing. I can't possibly do another thing, you know? And so 
what happens eventually if we have this thinking over and over and over again, like there's no winning, I just keep failing over and over and over. And ultimately it ends up that we will withdraw our effort. We basically stop trying. We say, fuck it. We give up. And we may not do this consciously, but that is kind of what happens at the bottom of the burnout barrel. You kind of give up. You stop trying to escape the burnout. And why I think that that's important is it has all to do with um, how our brain is wired whenever we're burnt out. And the primitive brain being the brain or the part of our brain that interprets all of these interactions. I know we talked about failure um, uh, in a different podcast, um, but also know that if you are really burnt out, that your brain is going to interpret everything as failure. Okay. So this is kind of the second part to that. So when we think we're failing and we are exhausted and we think there's no way I could do more, there's no way I could produce more, there's no way I could make more people happy, there's no way I could keep up with all the things everyone needs me to do, right? So then those things, those tasks or those, you know, things that that we're thinking about, those things become the enemy. And those things are the things that our primitive brain thinks are causing our whole problem, right? And that's just how we're wired. We're in this survival mode, okay? So for example, maybe you get paged on your post-call day and you have the thought, why can't they respect my time? Don't they know that I'm off? And you feel disrespected, right? Or maybe it's a patient showing up late at the end of the day on Friday when you're almost to your weekend off. And you have all kinds of thoughts about how disrespectful they are and how you would never do that to your doctor. And then you feel disrespected, right? You get an email from, from the admin team that says, hey, you need to um, update your privileges so that you can continue working here, <laughs> right? And you interpret that or your brain interprets that as like WTF, can't they see that I am just out of the hospital after 72 hours I can't do another thing how dare they you know some version of that and you feel disrespected right so another thing that happens whenever we're burnt out we often can't identify with other people we can't see their side of it we can't see the flip side it becomes impossible to see that maybe the patient went to the wrong clinic first or that the nurse that paged you read the call schedule but there was a typo (laughs) or that the admin team is just doing their job by sending you that email, just trying to help you keep your privileges. (laughs) When we're burnt out, we are just trying to survive and make it through. But our brain sees everything through this lens of negativity. And so here's the thing. The way we feel respected or way we feel respect doesn't come from outside of us. It doesn't come from the staff or our colleagues or admin. Okay, respect is a feeling, and like all feelings, it comes from the thoughts that we have. We don't feel respected by being near someone and their respect like soaks into us, right? It's just a chemical cascade that occurs after our brain thinks a thought. Then we feel that chemical cascade in our body, right? And you can generate that towards yourself at any time on purpose. You can give yourself respect at any time you want by thinking thoughts that generate that. So, you know, an email 
needing to do some bureaucratic task is neutral until your brain has interpreted it, right? So you, you open your phone, you check your email, there's an email there that says, you know, you need to renew your privileges, sign this document, return it, otherwise you're going to lose your privileges. That is all neutral <laughs> until your brain interprets it, okay? And if you are in burnout and your brain is operating from a place of survival and it is using that primitive brain, it's going to interpret it as, don't they know how hard I've been working? Don't they know how much money I'm making them? Don't they know they should respect me? <laughs> right? It's going to generate all these things and then you're going to feel disrespected by them. Okay? Because it's interpreting that email as a problem. Okay. Remember your primitive brain's job is to try and protect you. So it scans the horizon looking for problems and it's going to, it's going to label that email as a problem. So what we need to do is get away from our primitive brain running the show here. Okay. We need to actively use our prefrontal cortex. This is the planning and creative and positive part of our brain versus the, you know, the everything sucks and this is not okay. And we're probably going to die brain. <laughs> The problem is burnout comes with depersonalization. So whenever you're burnt out, you may not be able to connect with your body and your thoughts. You may have a hard time or feel like you can't. Okay. That's because you are in survival mode and your primitive brain is actively running the show. Okay. And that's why life coach, uh, life coaching helps reverse burnout. It trains you to use that prefrontal cortex, that human part of your brain that's thoughtful and relatable, that can plan and be creative, look to the future, you know, create your hopes and dreams, right? So, of course, if we are burnt out and in survival mode and we can't even connect with our own thoughts and our own body, of course we're going to interpret an email or an accidental page as a problem. We're going to interpret that as disrespectful. Of course we are right? We're just trying to survive all this shit. <laughs> the truth is everyone else is just trying to do their job too, right? The hospital admin team that sent you that email after you've been on call for 72 hours, they don't know your schedule. They don't know that you haven't had sleep. They don't know that you're not, that you're, you know, working your ass off. They're just doing their job. They're just trying to help you keep your privileges, right? The nurse that, that paged you accidentally, she's just trying to get some orders, right? She's just trying to help her patient, trying to figure out what's going on with her patient, that kind of thing, right? The patient that was late on Friday afternoon, she's just trying to get some birth control, but she got lost, right? Each of these people, they're just trying to complete their own task. They're in their own brains with their own thoughts and feelings. They aren't disrespecting you. What I want you to know is that your mind is disrespecting you here, okay? Your own thoughts are. That's why you feel this way. Your own mind is disrespecting you. You're interpreting all of this as disrespect. So the next time, I, I want you to, to think about this, okay? The next time you feel disrespected, look at the thoughts that made you feel that way. Actively try to use your prefrontal, non-survival mode brain and question that shit. Try to be curious, try to be neutral, and really look at it from a gentle place, okay? Because you were feeling that way because of the thought you're thinking, not because of what happened. You're the one that generates that feeling. So... Maybe your primitive brain just jumps to conclusions, all right? But you get to decide how you want to think about it moving forward. So something I think that is helpful 
you may try making a list of, you know, some of the things that you, you respect. Um, think about someone you respect. Write down some of the things you respect about them. And then right next to it on the page or at the bottom of that page or whatever, write down the things you respect in yourself. Do you share some of those qualities that you respect about that person? Okay, do you do some of those things too, right? Do they work hard and you respect that? Well, guess what? You do too. So show yourself some respect. Maybe think of yourself, you know, uh, whenever something like this is going down, okay? Think like, dang, I've worked hard this week. I can respect that. Or wow, I did some tough cases this week. I respect that. Actively think some thoughts that generate some respect for you, okay? Use your prefrontal cortex to think those thoughts on purpose. And so that's why I think I think it's helpful to make a list of things that you respect and someone, you know, someone else that you respect. Make a list of the things you respect about them and then right next to it, a list of things you respect about yourself, okay? Because you can generate those thoughts at any time. All right. So the next time your your primitive brain jumps to conclusions, try to pause. Really see if you can think of another way to think about it. Okay. Maybe give that other person the benefit of the doubt. Give yourself the benefit of the doubt. Okay. And think about all the things you're doing this week. Okay. And and think about okay, why do I respect myself right now? How 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 can I show myself respect? Okay. How can I generate that feeling for myself? And think about those thoughts that you wrote down on the page about, about what you respect about yourself. That's going to generate that feeling, okay? So remember, no one else is making you feel disrespected, not the other people. We are always in charge of how we feel because we are the ones having the, having the thought that generates our feeling. If you're really struggling with getting to this point of, you know, if you're struggling with the depersonalization that comes with burnout, you can't connect with your own thoughts, you're having a hard time, you might need to really work on getting out of survival mode and using um, using your prefrontal cortex more, okay? So go back and re-listen to episode eight and nine where I essentially list all the ways to get your brain out of that mode, okay? You can make a list of them and, and do some of them, okay? Um, we talk about closing the stress cycles, okay? We talk about ways to signal our brain that we are safe. And all those things are ways to get out of survival mode, okay? So it all applies here. So go back and listen if, you, um, if it's been a while or if you haven't made it to those episodes yet, go back and listen to those, okay? All right, I hope this is helpful. If I can answer any questions or be of any help, please reach out to me. You can always find me on my website, on Instagram, on Facebook, okay? Um, go over to the show notes page for links. All right, y'all. We'll talk next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today on The Happy Gynecologist. If you have questions or comments, head on over to my website, coach-miles.com, or follow me on Instagram at coachmilesmd. I'd also love it if you left me a review on iTunes. See you next week.